Greetings, lovelies. I hope everyone has had a wonderful holiday season and are looking forward to a great new year. Welcome to the Sexy Stories podcast. My name is Virginia, and I will be your guide to all things supernatural, fantastical, and sensual. Please, Come in and make yourself comfortable. Fuyuko, being Yuki Ona and having an inhuman mind, does not usually dream. However, her subconscious mind has been showing her confusing images which she has little reference to understand. Having been to see Lucy, They have come to the conclusion she may have been affected by the unusual coupling between Ollie and Draga, and Josh and Pippa, which was enhanced by their respective mating bonds interacting. With her mind at ease, she has continued with her day and to a new young client for the evening. However, He seems strangely reluctant to indulge in her company. The e-book of this episode, with all the lovely details, is available from all major retailers for 99 cents, or equivalent, depending on where you are. Links are at my website, virginiawaits.com. Or search for my name, Virginia Waits, at your favourite online retailer, and up it will pop. Welcome to The Manor, Season 2, Episode 7. Sit back, relax, and I shall begin. None of the tension she could feel in Saint had dissipated by the time they reached the private room Fuyuko had chosen for the evening. It was decked out as a perfectly normal bedroom, with a double bed, side cabinets, chairs, and a small ensuite bathroom. The whole room was designed to put first-timers at their ease with familiarity. It didn't remotely work on Saint. Fuyuko led him to the bed and sat down on the end of it, patting the duvet beside her. Saint took the offer and also sat, but he didn't seem able to look at her. Saint, she said, taking one of his hands in both of hers, please look at me. He lifted his eyes from the floor, but still seemed reluctant and embarrassed as he peered at her through his eyelashes. She gave him her softest smile. You are not comfortable with this. She revealed the truth she had come to believe. Please don't tell my father, Sain said far too quickly. She gently squeezed his fingers in support. Nothing 
That happens in here will be revealed out there, she told him. This evening is for you. If you do not wish to do more than sit here, I will happily sit with you and talk for as long as you need to. The key to any relationship, be it personal or professional, is communication. Do you wish to tell me what about this evening is making you so tense? San's cheeks coloured and he began looking around the room again. She gave him time to think about it. I don't like sex, he admitted. At all? Or certain kinds of sex, she asked, and he appeared shocked by her simple acceptance of his statement. His face reddened even more, but he did meet her eyes this time. You don't think it's weird, he asked. Sexuality is not a simple matter, she replied, giving him a smile, and we are all individuals. Not liking sex is as valid as any other orientation. He looked so relieved she had the unusual urge to hug him. However, she remained as she was. I don't think my dad would see it that way. Sa said, the edges of his mouth turning down little. It might take him a while to understand, Fuyuko agreed. Your father is, shall we say, enthusiastic in his pursuit of physical pleasure, but I am sure he would come round. However, that is between you and him, and it is not my place to pressure you into revealing it to him. But back to my original question, is it all sex you dislike? Saint clearly hadn't prepared for such a question. By now, Fuyuko was pretty sure the poor boy had resigned himself to going through with having sex with her just to please his father. It's the, well, putting things in places, he said clearly mortified. The penetration, Fuyuko checked. He nodded. Is it penetrating others that puts you off, or the idea of penetration of all kinds? She asked next. San blinked at her straightforward approach. She gave him another supportive smile. The best way to uncover truths is to talk about them she told him. There is no right or wrong way to enjoy or not enjoy sex. You have nothing to be ashamed of. My girlfriend didn't think so, San said. She said I was cold and didn't care about her before she dumped me. Unfortunately, not everyone is as enlightened as they should be, she said, patting his hand. There is no right or wrong way to be. What matters is consent and mutual agreement. For a moment she thought Sam might cry, but he took a deeper breath and gathered himself. She hated to think how long he had been keeping this secret. It's the idea of putting my penis in a woman that makes me uncomfortable, he admitted with stark honesty. 
and you're not gay, she checked. He sighed. I should have said in anybody, he revealed. I don't know why, it's just... She squeezed his hand. There does not have to be a why, she assured him. I am afraid of spiders. I have never had a bad experience with a spider and have no reason to fear them, but I do not wish to exist in close proximity to them. Preferences do not always have logical reasons. Saint managed a tiny smile at that. I think I might be bisexual, he said, and the words came out in a rush. Well, if that's possible, given that I do not want to fuck anyone. Perfectly possible, she explained. You can be bisexual and on the asexual spectrum as well. Do you enjoy masturbation? The beautiful blush was back again, which warmed her heart. Yes, he said, and I always enjoyed getting my girlfriend off. I just didn't like putting my bits anywhere near her bits. How about oral sex? Fuyuko asked. Saint made a face and almost crossed his legs. I'll take that as a no, at least in the receiving, she concluded. How about in the giving? I'm not sure, Saint admitted. So, if I were to suggest me sitting on your face, how would you react? She said, deciding that being as direct as possible was the best way to go. Sans' eyes went distant for a second before he blinked and glanced down at his crutch. I think I might enjoy that, he said, clearly not quite sure. I will hold that in advisement, she told him. But remember, we do not have to do anything. I just wish to be very clear on our options before you decide how you would like this evening to play out. He nodded. Okay, he agreed. They talked for a good half an hour, as Fuyuko did her best to coax Saint into discussing his sexuality. She was pretty sure some of it was a revelation to him, as she slowly uncovered his boundaries and wants. He revealed he very much enjoyed cuddling and touching, right up to heavy petting, and especially had a thing for having his hair played with. He had been most embarrassed about that, but Fuyuko had assured him it was perfectly natural. He enjoyed getting himself off, but was not really into anyone else touching his cock and balls in any way, although he did eventually admit to something of a voyeuristic streak. His aversion to penetrative sex seemed to be in participating, not in seeing others engage in the act. Now, Fuyuko said when the discussion came to a natural end, Would you like some tea? Your throat must be dry after all that talking. Sa looked surprised yet again, but managed a smile at that one. Thank you, he said, and Fuyuko stood and walked over to the dresser. 
There was an insulated pot sitting on the side with some delicate teacups. The mortals did not need to know it was not just physics that kept the tea at the perfect temperature. She poured them both a cup and went to sit back down, handing San his before taking up her previous position. You're very kind, San said, ducking his head again. This must be very awkward for you. Not at all, Fuyuko told him with a smile. It gives me great pleasure to help my clients discover their true selves. You would be surprised how many people fail to explore their own sexuality, settling for what they believe is normal, when in truth there is no such thing. I find honesty and openness the best remedy in such situations. But I must seem so naive, he added. We are all new to things at some point in our lives, she replied. There is no shame in it. I'm twenty-one. I should have figured this out by now, was San's response. Holding a tea with one hand, she reached out with the other, gently touching his wrist. Celebrate that you are realizing yourself, and do not worry about when you are doing it, she said, imparting the wisdom she had learned through her long life. He still looked embarrassed, but she could understand that. Discovering oneself was never an easy thing to do. So, she said as they sipped their tea, what would you like to do this evening? This is a celebration for your birthday, so what would make you happy? We can talk, or there is a television very carefully hidden behind that wall, or we could explore some of these things we have spoken about. It is up to you. But my dad, Saint started to say, has arranged for my company for you, Fuyuko interrupted. How you wish to use that time is up to you. This is a sex club, Saint said, sounding annoyed with himself again. He didn't arrange this so I could watch TV. He arranged this because he wished you to have a memorable birthday. Fuyuko pointed out. As long as we make good memories, I am sure he will be happy. Sa didn't look so sure. I think I'd like to try some sex, he said after a few moments. As long as you are sure, Fuyuko checked. He nodded at that. I think I would like to learn more about me without being afraid, he admitted, looking at her through his lashes again. It would be my pleasure to assist you in your journey, she told him, and gave him a bright smile. He looked so nervous. Finish your tea, she said. It will help. He looked down at the teacup. Is there something in this? he asked. Just tea, she assured him, but tea always helps settle the mind. The tiny smile she had seen from time to time graced his face again at that. My mum used to say things like that, he said. 
Then she was a very wise woman, Fuyuko said. They drank their tea quickly, and Fuyuko returned the teacups to the side before coming to stand in front of Saint. I think, she said, you would feel more comfortable out of that lovely suit. I will get you a robe. Oh, okay, he said. She watched him from the corner of her eye as she walked over to where a silk robe was hanging from the back of the bathroom door. He sat there for a few seconds without doing anything, but eventually reached to remove his jacket as she took the robe from the hanger. Would you care for some assistance? she asked, placing the robe on the bed when she returned. He had just started to release his tie, but nodded rather nervously. Giving him a warm smile, she slid to her knees between his legs and reached out to help him with the buttons on his shirt. It was a very stylish suit he was wearing, but it was simply in the way now. After opening his shirt, she moved on to his shoes. I believe it would be better if you were to deal with your trousers, she told him as she pulled off his right shoe. I would not wish to overstep any bounds. Some of the nervous tension flowed out of his posture as he nodded at that. By the time she had his shoes and socks off, he had his trousers undone, and she pulled them off for him as he lifted himself up. She stood again, with his pants over one arm and his shoes in hand, and waited as he slipped off his shirt and tie. Once she had all his clothes apart from his boxer briefs, she carried them to one of the chairs. She could feel his eyes on her the whole time. Perhaps a shower, she suggested, as she saw quite how nervous he still was. Bubbles make for a most sensual beginning. Or a massage? Shower sounds good. Saint said, standing a little too fast to appear relaxed. I'll come back for the robe later, she said, taking him by the hand and leading him to the bathroom. The shower stall was easily big enough for two, with completely clear sides. Fuyuko left Saint standing just inside the doorway as she lifted off her sweater and shimmied out of her knickers in one sensual movement. Kicking off her slippers, she left the clothes on the floor and stepped into the shower cubicle. I'll make sure the water is nice and hot, she said, giving him a coy smile as she turned and gave him a good view of her body. Join me when you are ready. She didn't want to pressure him and close the sliding door behind her. It took a few moments to adjust the temperature to the perfect level and switch it from the small shower head to the large one above. By the time she was done, she heard the door open and close once more. Smiling to herself, she turned under the spray to look at the now completely naked Saint. He was several inches taller than her, and he was slim, but had nice definition on his muscles. 
Fuyuko was never one to dwell on looks, but she did enjoy the view. May I? she asked, picking up the shower gel. He nodded. If I stray too close to anywhere that makes you uncomfortable, please tell me, she said, tipping some of the jasmine gel into her hands. He nodded again. This was not about being clean, this was about sensuality, and Fuyuko rubbed her hands together to form slick bubbles before she reached out to touch Saint. He shuddered the moment her fingers met his skin, and she moved slowly to give him time to adjust. His cock was still soft, but beginning to take interest in the proceedings, despite his nerves. Given that he had mentioned he had very sensitive nipples that often felt like more of a turn-on than his cock, Fuyuko glided past them as she stroked over his skin, leaving them for later. Your skin is very soft and smooth, she told him as she slowly and carefully touched him, watching for any micro-reactions that would give her a clue as to what he liked and did not like. It's nowhere near as perfect as yours, he replied, as his eyes roamed her body. Her skin was indeed pale and perfect, mostly, one of the traits of her species. It would never age and never mark from natural means. She had only one scar, a line from her right shoulder blade across her back to the base of her ribs. It was barely visible to the normal human eye, just slightly paler than her normal skin tone. It was the closest she had ever come to dying, when she had been young and foolish. The scar had come from the claw of another yokai, one she had underestimated in the extreme. Sometimes the beauty is in the imperfections, she told him as she ran her hand down his sides. If you wish, you may touch me, but do not feel that you have to. Almost immediately he reached out to her, tentatively running his hand over her shoulder. She shivered at his light touch, enjoying the brush of his fingers. Saint had sensual hands, even if he seemed unaware of this fact. She watched him surreptitiously as she played with bubbles on his skin and his gaze ran all over her body. It was more than obvious that his eyes kept coming back to her small, gently curving breasts. You may touch me anywhere you wish, she said. I enjoy being touched. He looked her in the eye again then, clearly still hesitant. Taking one of his hands in her own, she slicked up his fingers, running hers through them before cupping the back of his hand and guiding it to her breast. She stroked over his fingers for a while as he stared, almost mesmerised, before going back to touching him. 
When he finally moved, she hummed in pleasure and flicked her index finger over the knob of one of his nipples. This time he full body shuddered and she saw his cock twitch with interest. You were not exaggerating, she said with a smile, and did it again. No, he replied breathlessly. Is this too much? she asked. He shook his head. Feels good, he said. That was all she needed to know. As she touched and learned Saint, and he touched and learned her, they used a great deal of hot water and a significant amount of shower gel, but it was a most illuminating experience. By the time they climbed out of the shower and she dried him off with one of the fluffy bath towels, she sure he was incredibly sensitive in more than a few places on his body. The fact she had not touched his cock once had made little difference to quite how proud it was at the conclusion of their shower. What a lovely butterfly, she said as she led him back into the bedroom, transforming before my eyes. He blushed beautifully again, but seemed more comfortable as she helped him into the robe that was still on the bed. She remained perfectly naked. Is there anything you would like to try, she asked, or anything you already know you enjoy and would like to do? It all feels so different, he admitted quietly. I've always felt so, um... Pressured? She suggested gently when he failed to find the word he was looking for. Saint nodded. Well, there is no pressure here, butterfly, she said, and made him blush again. We are here for you. Would you like to cuddle for a while, continue what we started in the shower? He nodded again, much more enthusiastically this time. She was beginning to think he was a very sensual person, he really did seem to adore being touched and being allowed to touch. Leading him around the bed, she helped him to climb on and lay down before climbing on after him. She arranged herself along his side and moved in close when he reached out to embrace her. Okay? she asked as they made themselves comfortable. Yes, very okay he replied. They went back to gently exploring each other's bodies. Although Saint was not a fan of mouth-to-mouth -mouth kissing, he did seem to enjoy using his mouth on her body and her reciprocation, and they spent long, wonderful minutes trying different things on each other. Before long, Fuyuko had San's robe open as she explored his chest and nipples some more with her tongue, lips, and just a little teeth. Please, no more, San finally begged. Of course, she pulled back immediately. I feel like I'm about to explode, he admitted. 
and she glanced at his very purple weeping erection. You have a most aesthetically pleasing cock, she observed. I will very much enjoy seeing you come. And there was the blush again, but he did not seem mortified this time. I think I would like to try the face-sitting you mentioned first, he told her in something of a hopeful tone. It would be my pleasure, Butterfly, she replied. Her pussy throbbed at the prospect, and she was more than aware she was already stimulated from all the caresses. He had not touched her there yet, but Saint had touched her just about everywhere else, and she was more than simply aroused. Move down the bed a little and lie across it, she instructed, as he looked to her for guidance. He did as he was told, and once he was comfortable, she knelt above his head. I enjoy many things, so do what comes naturally to you, and, if you find you do not like it, simply tap the bed, she said, and we will stop. He nodded without hesitation, and she enjoyed the trust he clearly had in her already. Lifting herself up, she shuffled forward and carefully lowered herself onto his waiting mouth. His hands came up almost immediately, curling around her thighs, and he pushed up against her. It was clear instantly that he was well aware of what women liked, because his tongue lapped over her sensitive clit in just the right way. She moaned low in her throat to make sure he knew how good that felt. He wasn't particularly practised, but what he lacked in experience he made up for with enthusiasm as Fuyuko found out just how much Saint seemed to enjoy pleasuring her with his tongue and mouth. He sucked and licked and played her clit like a fine instrument. He even licked into her pussy once, but quickly moved back to her clit, so she assumed that was too close to penetration for his liking. Not that she was complaining. There was something so very good about the complete dedication he was putting into her pleasure that it made her thighs quake. She made sure to be as verbal as possible, since he could not see her reactions, and he reacted to every encouragement. It even surprised her when she felt her orgasm building far more quickly than she would have expected. Yes, butterfly, yes, please, she told him as he suckled on her clit. She felt the first little warning shocks as he pushed up against her, working her as if his life depended on it. Her pussy tightened, she stiffened and gasped, and the pleasure broke free, radiating through her whole body as her clit pulsed. Yet Saint did not stop. He held her trembling thighs and played with her sensitive knob until she couldn't take it any more. Enough, she finally said, pulling back from his flushed face, panting out her pleasure. 
Sa blinked up at her as she knelt beside him, and he almost looked shell-shocked in the aftermath. His cock looked so hard she wished she could wrap her lips around it and return the favour, but she would never overstep his boundaries. That was wonderful, she said as she gathered herself. Did you enjoy it? He blinked at her again and nodded. I think I need to come now, he said in something of a dazed tone. And you have definitely earned it, she praised, running her fingers through his hair. He all but purred. She continued for a while, until she saw his hand twitching towards his cock, at which point she urged him to sit up insinuating herself behind him and pulling him back against her body. Fuyuko held San to her so he was lying up her thighs and against her breasts as she lightly stroked over his chest. He trembled in her arms as he stroked himself. Such a beautiful sight, she whispered in his ear, so true and free. He moaned, and she ran one of her fingers over each of his pert nipples. His hips lifted off the bed as the moan became a whine of overstimulation. Come for me, my little butterfly, she spoke softly but clearly. Show me your pleasure. As he sped up his hand, she brought down her thumbs, gently rolling the little pink buds under her fingers between the pads of both digits. Oh my God, he cried, hips bucking up completely as he lost himself to orgasm. He shuddered against her, and Fuyuko closed her eyes, letting the need at the centre of her soul rise to the surface. She took only a tiny amount of the energy that shone brightly in her supernatural awareness, siphoning off the smallest touch of his life force as he came all over his own abdomen. The thrill of feeding lit up her nerves, and she moaned into his neck, feeling the tinge of sex that came with the energy. It was only in these moments she remembered being young and recalled the wild thing she had been at the beginning of her existence. Then she had fed with abandon. Mortal life had meant little to her. Recognition of the gift it was had only come with experience. The memory both repelled and thrilled her as she pushed it away. Well done, butterfly she said as he lay in her arms, breathing hard. She kissed up his neck, letting the dangerous core of her power sink back to its inert state. Mortal life was so brief, and yet so rich. She relished it every time it touched her own immortal existence. Thank you, he said, sounding dazed and a little shocked. My pleasure, she replied, holding him as he gathered himself. I've never felt like that before, he confessed, turning a little in her arms to look up at her. Not with another person. Then you have not found the right person, she said, 
and smiled down at him. Sex should not be a chore. It should be a wonderful shared experience. Or solo, if that is your preference. Even though sex was her job, Fuyuko did, in fact, honestly believe that. She loved what she did, even if it was a means to an end. She knew she was lucky in the environment of the manor, which gave her safety and the ability to choose, something others in her line of work did not always have, but she wished that they did. I am beginning to believe you, Sa said, and it was all Fuyuko could ask. She had so much more to show him. The night was still young. Sex can be such a simple thing in which to indulge, and yet so complex as well. Never let anyone tell you your needs are not as important as theirs. Remember, lovelies, words can be as important as actions, and communication always helps. For all the juicy details and extra plot from this episode that we just don't have time for in the podcast, check out the ebook. It is available at all major online retailers. All the links are at virginiawaits.com in this week's blog post, so pop on over to check it out. Thank you. It helps us out a lot. The deliciously sensual and exciting adventures continue next week, so it would make me very, very happy if you would subscribe to the podcast so you never miss any of the delightful fun. Until next time, lovelies, stay naughty and be safe. Music from filmmusic.io Moonlight Hall by Kevin MacLeod Incomtech.com License CC by creativecommons.org